Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Today we're starting a new series, Jonah. Um, I thought long and hard about a creative title for this new series. You know what I came up with? Jonah. Jonah. Let's just let Jonah speak for himself. So if you take your Bibles and turn to Jonah chapter 1, I think verse 17 will be on the screen. Yeah, I'm going to read, I'm going to read um, a couple verses and then we'll look to the screen for Jonah um, 1.17. I'm going to read um, Jonah verses 1, 2, and 3, and you can turn that if you want to. If not, you can just chill and listen. Then we'll read Jonah 1.17, which is the last verse of chapter 1 from the screen. Um, I think most everybody... Uh, most everybody is somewhat familiar with the story of Jonah. If you have, if you've never, if you didn't grow up in church, if you've never been in church, and uh, there are people in America that have never grown up in church, it's hard to imagine, you know, that, but uh, there are some. But if you've never grown up in church, never heard Bible stories, maybe you're not familiar. I'm looking around. Probably most, if not all of us, are somewhat familiar with the story of Jonah. So Jonah chapter 1, verse 1 begins like this. I'm going to read in the New Living Translation. I'm sorry, it's in the King James here on my screen, so I'll just read it there. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it. For their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish, from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them into Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And y'all remember the story, right? So Jonah catches a boat going the opposite direction. A storm comes in. The sailors, Jonah's asleep in the bottom of the boat. The sailors are for their lives and uh, they're trying to figure out like who's causing all this and uh, Jonah says it's all my fault it's my bad they were throwing stuff overboard and, and finally Jonah said hey if you'll just throw me overboard everything will be cool that's a price and brief paraphrase so they throw Jonah overboard and then Jonah's now in the sea okay Jonah's now in the sea and chapter 1 verse 17 says now the Lord hath prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah now you either believe that or you don't I believe and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. So you either believe that or you don't. And I'm not going to be able to persuade you the next 30 minutes to believe it or not. So you're either going to believe it or you don't believe it. Some people believe it. Some people don't believe it. I was reminded of a story of a pastor who had preached a message on Jonah. And after church that Sunday, the family was gathered around and they were eating lunch. And his teenage son speaks to the dad. The pastor says, hey, dad, we're not in church now. Nobody's around. 
It's just our family. Are you telling me you really believe that story about Jonah? Like, how can you really believe the story of Jonah? And so the dad drank some of his tea and took a deep breath and he goes, well, son, if I can believe that one day there was nothing and God said, let there be, and everything I see became because God said it, I can believe Jonah. And son, if I can believe that God caused a flood to cover the earth and God protected a man and seven other family members and God pretty much started all over from protecting them to repopulate the earth, I can believe Jonah. If I can believe that between two and 3,000 people walked through an overflowing sea because God parted that sea and their feet weren't even wet with mud, I can believe Jonah. And son, if God can provide manna for between two and three million people 40 years every single day and water from a rock, if God can do that, I can believe Jonah. And son, if God can protect Daniel in the midst of a den of hungry lions for a night, I can believe Jonah. And son, if God can protect Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the midst of the fiery furnace, I can believe Jonah. And son, if God can, the son goes, okay, stop, dad, I got it. If you bring God into it, I can believe it. Listen to me, church. We're bringing God into it. We're bringing God into it. Jonah only has 47 verses. There are four chapters of 47 verses. Only three of the 47 verses deal with the big fish. Now, is the big fish an important part of the story? Yes, it is. But the bigger picture is this. Not only is there a big, pick, a big fish, there's a big God. There are 47 verses in Jonah that point us to a big God. So this morning, I want to bring like an overview message of Jonah to kind of lay the groundwork for the coming weeks and probably the coming months concerning Jonah and the study of Jonah. Jonah, man, Jonah's Old Testament. Hold on about 20, 25 minutes, okay? You're going to see your whole perspective change on Jonah and the book of Jonah.